This is Sandra D. Robinson, Charisma on Camera, and you're listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry is the wealth protection diva and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, a leading provider of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies. Celebrating 24 years in business, Sage International is proud of the consistent role they play in supporting the economic engine driving this country, small business, the backbone of America. And now, here's Sherry. Americans give approximately $300 billion to charity each year, and donors are increasingly focused on knowing exactly what their charitable dollars are accomplishing. While givers in the past were often content to contribute to charities without knowing precisely how those charitable dollars were subsequently spent, many of today's donors are more interested in highly directed giving. They regard a significant level of due diligence concerning use of funds as a standard part of the giving process. Over the last decade, the philanthropy landscape is changing. The movement is driven by what we call high-impact philanthropy, which simply means how do you amplify the money you give to achieve social impact so you can make a greater difference. After this short break, I will be talking with Chrissy Menicucci and Mark Bruce here to represent the upcoming Philanthropy Leaders Summit being held Friday, September 15th at the Nevada Museum of Art. We'll be right back. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 23 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. Welcome back and thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show. Have special guests with me today. I have Chrissy Menicucci and Mark Bruce here representing the upcoming Philanthropy Leaders Summit, which is gonna be held Friday, September 15th at the Nevada Museum of Art. And we'll give you how you can go buy tickets in just a moment, but welcome both of you to the show. Good morning. So this is the second year for the Philanthropy Leaders Summit. I was there last year, blown away, walked out of there going, I'm not playing big enough. So I was very inspired, the speakers were awesome, but let's first lay a definition down. Uh, Mark, maybe because you serve on quite a few boards, you've seen the trend in what we would now call high impact philanthropy. Yes, I have. And typically when uh, a community is expanding and is growing, that high-impact philanthropy has something to do with the expansion. My focus with respect to high-impact philanthropy has to do with the technology that's coming to town. We've got Tesla coming to town. We've got Apple coming to town. Uh, We have Google coming to town, Switch coming to town, all out at Trick, out at the park. And so my focus with respect to that high-impact philanthropy is on innovation, innovative philanthropy, Philanthropy that is driven by technology, by patents, and uh, other mechanisms that can actually really help the community as a whole rise because of the value that can come from some of that philanthropy. That philanthropy is based on typically on science, um, whether it be computer science, environmental science, or some other science, 
and the technological progress that we're making and that w we will have to make given the increases in the population and the, the fact that our natural resources need to be stretched. We have to find ways to uh, stretch resources. Um, and when I talk about resources, I'm talking not only about water and other natural resources, but education and medical and health type resources as well. Chrissy, you see, I'm sure also in high impact, uh, as Mark was mentioning, you know, where funding now becomes more vital for education, arts and culture. Exactly, and, and just building upon the theme that Mark was talking about, we know that Northern Nevada, and really Nevada as a state, has many generous philanthropists, uh, and they come to it from very personal paths. But we know that we need to get more people engaged. And as you said earlier, it's, it's, it's not just individual philanthropists, foundations, businesses. It's getting all these new companies coming into town. We have this tremendous wealth of, of talent, getting those people engaged, because we need to expand the discussion. We need to get more people involved in philanthropy and innovative philanthropy. It's more than about just giving money. It's about becoming engaged as an individual and taking that personal passion and, and going out there and, and telling people that, you know, this is why you need to get involved and knowing that there's going to be some result. I mean, it's, it's, it's not giving just for the sake of giving. It's giving towards accomplishing something that this community really needs, whether it's improving our education's, educational system, helping kids in need, food insecurity. It's about engaging people on every level. And I, and I agree with that. I think that as the community rises with some of the wealth that's coming into the community, we have to, as a community, be very cognizant of and protective of the people who may be left behind, and typically those are, are at-risk youth. And so uh, Chrissy and I work regularly and diligently with respect to our at-risk at youth population, and we are trying to connect all of this new prosperity in such a way that we're able to bring the at-risk youth with us to that prosperity. So the Philanthropy Leaders Summit, and I mean, it is that, leaders, right? So these are the heads of family foundations, the corporate giving world, individual donors who are really interested in kind of hearing what's going on around the world. Because globally, a lot of these large corporations, when we talk about Tesla and Google and Apple, I mean, they're not just concentrated on Northern Nevada or Northern California. They wanna see systemic change globally. And that's what was so amazing when I went last year, it was the gal, the head of Google. She was awesome because they talked about, you know, this is her department. This is what they do at Google. She's not out there creating code or buying office supplies. They have a full giving department, yeah, right? It's, it's, actually the, it's actually a separate entity and it's called the Google Foundation and she's the president and, uh, of the Google Foundation. Right, and so these high level foundations at Microsoft, all these people, they have separate entities, of course. Anyway, just the, what she was talking about and how they really go out and they, they try to get down to the core. Why do we have hunger? Why do we have abuse? Why do we have these things? 
to really go at a lower level to go, if we could solve some of this. And I'm gonna guess that this is probably why this trend is really shifting to more high impact. The millennials are driving this as well because they're like, why, why is there still hunger? I mean, you guys, hey, you old people, you've been dealing with this for how many years? Why haven't you solved it? Do you, do you get that feeling at all? <laughs> well, I think what Mark and I have both experienced, both you know our own volunteer work and organizations that we're involved with is that people don't wanna give for the sake of giving. I think that people who have accumulated wealth through hard work or generational opportunities, they have many, many areas where they can give to. And what we want to show is that there is a strategic way of giving that you can create greater impact. I think that we look at, at the challenges we face in Northern Nevada, and some of them are, they're greater than any one foundation can support or individual philanthropist or corporate giving program. So there's a great benefit to coming together and this summit is meant to bring together all those different areas, all those, those areas that could come together and, and really achieve something because we don't want to just put a Band-Aid on it. We really do want to get to the core of what these challenges are and how do we strategically put something in place where we can say in 10 years we are going to wipe out this problem. Mm -hmm. And I think millennials want that kind of impact. They want to see that return on their investment. And, and, and when you're trying to attack problems as large as the ones that you're talking about, you have to l use very sophisticated tools. And part of this upcoming summit, we will have a innovative philanthropy panel. And that panel will focus in part on some of the tools that we have in this community. When you're talking about health and hunger and drought and, and issues like that, it's really important to engage in research institutions, institutions with big data. Fortunately for Northern Nevada, we have an organization called the Desert Research Institute. The Desert Research Institute has 400 science projects all over the world on all seven continents, including Antarctica, and they are solving problems involving health, drought, and those types of things all the time. So what the focus is with respect to this innovative panel is to take organizations that are coming to town, take the technologies of those organizations that are coming to town, try to replicate some of the philanthropic networking that goes on in Silicon Valley and create a tremendous catalyst by using big data and by using research um, that has been happening for 60 years, for instance, on hydrology and on drought. Um, and on other environmental conditions, including biological conditions, and really try to attack those problems through um, historic databases that have been put together over five or six decades in a very organized and smart manner by top scientists in the world, combining that with people who are leading in the world of technology. And we'll have a panel where we will have a world expert in patent philosophy and patent scoping. And we'll have a panel member out of the Bay Area who has been very effective in networking philanthropic uh, organizations. 
And then we'll also have somebody who represents one of the number one companies in the world involving marketing and analytics of big data. So when you combine all three of those things, you begin to see that you can you can solve very significant problems more easily. Somebody says, wow, I, this is something I would really like to attend. Where can they go buy tickets? Moonridge.com. You'll see a link to the Philanthropy Summit and you can simply click on the button. Tickets are available for $50 a person. They can also contact Melody Zeta at Moonridge Group and she can provide information about sponsorships. We would like our audience to be very diverse. Everyone is welcome and we think that'll just make for a even more lively conversation. Absolutely, and I can tell you, I walked out of there last year going, I'm not playing big enough. So, very inspiring. We'll be right back. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. Make shade while the sun shines. SunTech Solar Screening, 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening. Welcome back, and thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show. Happy to have with me today Mark Bruce and Chrissy Menacucci who are here representing the Philanthropy Leaders Summit. This is the second annual. I was at the first one. Awesome, awesome, awesome is all I can say. And it's going to be happening September 15th. The Nevada Museum of Art starts at 8, ends at 11.30. Great networking opportunity. Anybody in the corporate giving world, the family foundation world, the individual donor world, or anyone that's really just interested in learning what's trending in what we call impact investing now, impact giving, uh, really should come and hear some of these great speakers. One of the things that I really dug about last year was you introduced a youth panel. I know there's going to be another youth panel. And Bruce, during the break, you were talking about, you know, the fact that we've got all these big technology companies coming. Impact giving of the future is going to involve a lot of technology. So why does it matter that we have a youth panel at this summit? It matters because we need the, the children and the youth of our community, who is really the future of our community, they're really the future, to uh, understand philanthropy more than just on its surface. They need to understand how to think of philanthropy in a multi-dimensional way. And this year we have a, a youth philanthropy that is going to be fantastic. We have youth who have done everything in philanthropy from music to Syrian refugee organizational work in, in Athens. We do. We have a great group uh, of youth representing on this panel, and I think that not just that they're not going to just inspire their peers, they're going to inspire the adults in the audience and the businesses and foundations because I don't think we can involve our kids early enough in, in philanthropy on whatever level that is, whether it's volunteering, whether it's, you know, um, having a lemonade stand and donating the proceeds to, to an organization. Um, it, it's about being engaged. And each one of these um, young people, Mallory Benna, uh, Connor Robinson, and Eleanor Hamilton, come to philanthropy in a very unique fashion. 
and you'll listen to their story and and Poonam Maher who's just a phenomenal inspiring person um, I think will be able to really bring out um, their passion in in the discussion that they have and and you know hopefully it will it will just serve to inspire more people to get involved and I think one of the biggest things we want people to take away from that is there's there's no um, idea too small to to get um, engaged in and um, it's not necessarily about giving big dollars um, but it's about building capacity and and how do we again make the conversation even bigger and so I think people will be blown away by these kids and and they're gonna walk away saying I haven't done enough. Yeah, I mean, these kids are like 15, 14, yeah. you know, and you're sitting there going, oh my gosh, and they've come up with all, and they're, and they're making changes. That's, that's what's so amazing. So. Well, they, they really are doing good. I mean, they've, they've been very fortunate in many ways, and they're taking that good fortune, and they're paying it forward. And I think this, this shapes them not just as individuals, but as young professionals. These are um, kids that are just in college and getting ready to go to college. And can you imagine, I mean, they have an impact here in our community right now, but they, you know, whether they stay here to go to school or they go other places, the impact that they're gonna have in, in that location. And then, you know, our hope is they just keep coming back here and continue to make our community even stronger. But Well, but think about it as, you know, so in a young person, they come in, if, if they're engaged in your nonprofit, they come in more than just time, talent, and resource. They come in with a network. And so they really have the ability to create, I think, bigger change because of the technology that they're now, you know, they grew up with and have access to versus, you know, those of us that have been around the block a few times. And youth are looking at philanthropy in different ways and in many uh, multi-level ways. So they're, they're not only thinking about it, but now they're also writing about it. And, and they're doing a lot of writing about it and they're, and they're acting upon it. But I just want to touch on the writing part for just a moment because one of the panelists writes about issues facing youth in her community. She writes about issues facing 15-year-old girls, uh, issues facing first-generation college-bound students, issues facing uh, young uh, women with uh, anorexia, and also issues surrounding social media attachment and separation anxiety. So they're not only thinking about it, now they're writing about it. So they're reading a lot, but they're writing a lot too, which, which, which helps us because as parents and adults and as community leaders, we are seeing the perspective of our youth, which will be our future, and we're able to then address the issues. So the philanthropic efforts of going beyond thought to writing and then to actually acting gives us as the community leaders much greater ability to solve problems because we see them coming. And the summit, a huge part of it, of course, is the networking and interacting with other donors or corporate giving uh, decision makers and things like that. You're right, and, and what we try to do is, it, we do try to reach out to a very diverse uh, group um, because we think that that'll help strengthen the, the philanthropic spirit in this community, which is really tremendous. I mean, we have 
some longtime uh, generous donors in this community that if you go to any event, you, you see these, these individuals' names and these businesses over and over again. And, and what we want to do is, is expand that and, and say, you know, there's, there's opportunity for more people to get involved. And the networking at this philanthropy summit is tremendous. I think it brings a great group together in one room, and everyone is very willing to talk with one another. The other thing that we really want to convey is uh, how important it is to look at how you approach donors. Uh, if you're a nonprofit, you, you really want to learn about these organizations and know what's meaningful to them and approach them in a very professional and businesslike manner. Um, not just don't reach out to a foundation or a corporate giving program that has no connection with what your mission is. So we try to kind of help on both sides of the equation and, and put it together a little bit better. But I know that they've held this summit in Las Vegas for at least five years. And the, when we talked about bringing it up north, um, we thought it was, it was really important to continue that discussion and talk about how we can have an impact statewide. You know, many of our sponsors um, NV Energy, uh, City National Bank are, are statewide organizations. And so these are groups that they don't want to just make a difference in that neighborhood, but they want to see how can they build upon the, the positive impact they're having there across our state. Absolutely. And to get tickets, Moonridge Group. Moonridgegroup.com. There's a link to the Philanthropy Summit, Melody Zita, Z-I-T-A. Uh, you can also call her and her numbers on, on the website as well. Yes, and you know, I'm gonna encourage people to go as well. I'll be there, of course, because I just so enjoyed last year and it really opened my eyes. Like I said, I walked out of there feeling like I'm not playing big enough, even though I serve on quite a few boards as the two of you do as well. You know, we, we only have so much time, talent and energy However, when you think globally and you think statewide, and really if we as a collective can start to tackle some of these bigger issues one by one, wouldn't that be great if in five years or 10 years, we don't even have to talk about that anymore, right? So hunger, abuse, whatever it is, but to look at it and go, well, how are these these big foundations, the Googles and the uh, Ford Foundation, you know, how are they dealing with philanthropy and making impact? And then we bring it back down into our own community because all of us know in the world of nonprofits, you don't have to give $100,000 or a million, you can give $5 and make a difference. And that's what we want to convey, that getting involved takes on many different shapes. And you should not not get involved because you don't think you'll make a difference, because you can make a difference in, in many different ways. And one of the things that the summit will really help people see is that there are a lot of companies in the area and that are interested in the area in the area that have technologies and have the ability to help you with and other people with their philanthropic goals. We want to kind of showcase those so that people can see them 
understand them and start implementing them into their philanthropy activities. And again, you walk out of there feeling inspired, meeting new people, seeing what's really happening in the world of philanthropy, which then you can take back into nonprofits you're involved in. If you are in charge of a family foundation or want to set one up, I mean, it's just it's so interesting is what I mean. it really it opens your eyes it really wants to help people understand that there's so much more going on than just I'm going to write a check and we'll call it we'll call it good so it is on September 15th 8 to 11:30 a.m. at the Nevada Museum of Art tickets are 50 bucks bring people have fun engage and walk out of there feeling like, you know, you, you really learn a lot too is what I recognize. So I don't think anyone will be disappointed if, if they attend. I think they will be inspired. Um, I think that they will walk out with that same feeling that they're not playing big enough and that they really can make a positive impact in this community if they just get engaged. Our time is up. I want to thank my guests, Mark Bruce and Chrissy Minicucci, who are here to represent the Philanthropy Leaders Summit again, September 15th, 8 a.m. to 11.30 a.m., Nevada Museum of Art. Go to moonridgegroup.com. You can click on the big button, buy your ticket. So thank you both. Thank Thank you, you, Sherry. Cherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business, the backbone of America. Send her a message on Facebook.com slash Sherry Hill Show and tune in next week, same time, same station for the Sherry Hill Show.